What's up, everything Medicare Podcast Nation? This is Christian Brindle. Welcome to Monday's 97th Medicare Podcast episode. Thank you so much for tuning in, and thank you so much for joining me. I hope you had a fantastic weekend. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Christian Brindle, where every single week I bring you three podcast episodes where I discuss your Medicare, your Medicaid, your Social Security, and everything that has to do with that golden age called retirement. It's no secret, folks, that Medicare is something that confuses more people in retirement than anything else you'll ever deal with in retirement, in my personal opinion. As far as it comes to the masses, there might be a person here or there that, you know, Medicare is easy for them. Or, you know, maybe they have a family member that is, you know, a Medicare expert or something like that that makes it easy for them. But whether it's a pension, whether it's drawing from your Social Security benefits, whether it's taxation, when, no matter what it is, whether it's, you know, depending on where you want to trying to determine where you want to lay your, your retirement nest egg. There's nothing that confuses people as in, a, in a mass amount more in retirement than Medicare. And so that's why I'm so happy that we've been able to do this podcast and it's been able to help so many people. I'm always hearing from people all over the country in different situations that um, we help them, that our podcast is almost been like a library of information to where anytime you have a question about a topic, you can always go to our library, is what I like to call it, is our podcast. You can find an episode throughout our borderline 100 episodes, and you'll probably be able to find an answer. But I am always cranking out more episodes, more podcasts, more content, to which you're going to be in a situation where you're always going to be updated by tuning in. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for investing in your own education because, trust me, folks, you need to know this stuff, in my personal opinion. You don't just want to take somebody's word for it, okay? It's not something that you want to do. You want to be educated enough to understand what your choices are, to understand what the good bad and ugly is on each side of the coin and then that way you can determine what's going to be the best way for you to go so today folks we're talking about ankle biters ankle biters what is an ankle biter well it's an insurance industry terminology okay it's a it's a term that you're not going to hear unless you're in the insurance industry but i like to just use terms to explain things and kind of explain to you what it what that term particularly means and what it has to do with because in my opinion you need to know this stuff you know you need to know this stuff i think the more you know the better knowledge is power you know knowledge is empowerment and you need to be empowered to make wise choices wise decisions um wise determinations between one option opposed to another because medicare is not a one-size-fits-all type of deal it particularly has to do with your specific situation, what your needs are, and your preferences. Nobody has identical needs and preferences to you because we're all individuals, and you need to be making a selection to fit your needs specifically. So today we're talking about ankle biters. Ankle biters, folks, are a terminology that has to do with Medicare supplement plans, Medicare supplement insurers, I should say, Medicare supplement insurance companies. Um, Medigap plans, if you will, that, you know, offer plans that are, you know, the, the alphabetically named 
Medicare supplement plans. Plan F, Plan G, Plan N, Plan K, Plan L, Plan J, if there's still any of those listening. I'm sure there might be some. You get my point. You know, a a Medigap or Medicare supplement plan. So to refresh on what a Medicare supplement plan is, a Medicare supplement plan is a plan through a private insurance company that comes through and pays the out-of-pocket for medical bills that Medicare Parts A and B leave behind. Medicare Parts A and B work together to give a person medical coverage that comes from the government. As does not, the Part A and B has nothing to do with any particular insurance company. It's directly through Medicare. It's directly through the Center for Medicaid and Medicare Services, CMS. And together, A and B work together to give you medical coverage. They both cover a variety of different things. Um, but, they, but together, they give you hospitalization, hospice care, home health care, rehabilitation, durable medical equipment, doctor's office appointments, surgeries, and I can go on and on and on. However... If someone only had Medicare Parts A and B for their coverage, they would have high deductibles that they'd have to meet in a lot of cases, high coinsurances they'd have to meet, and typically the way it works is after these deductibles have been met, for a lot of things you end up paying 80 they and they pay, excuse me, 80% of the bill and they leave 20% behind for you to pay. And there's no limit to what that could be. Medicare A and B does not have what's known as a maximum out-of-pocket like a lot of insurances do. There's no limit. There's no ceiling to what that 20% could equal out to. So if it's a $100,000 bill we're dealing with, we're dealing with a $20,000 bill if someone only had Medicare. Most people do not just have A and B and that's it. But you'd be amazed how often I encounter somebody that just has A and B for given the statistics of how few people just have A and B. Medicare supplement plans are plans that are through private insurance companies, if this is your first time listening to me, you know, such as, um, you know, Mutual of Omaha, Cigna, Aetna, Humana, um, United Healthcare, just to name a couple. But there's a lot of insurance companies that offer Medicare supplement and Medigap plans. So, what is an ankle biter? Well, an ankle biter is an insurance company that's offering a Medicare supplement or Medigap plan. To put this into perspective, I first need to explain how Medicare supplements are standardized. What I mean by standardized is, okay, let's. there are certain plans that, the, that are created by the government, and they name them after letters. This determines what a Medicare supplement is going to be. That's where you get your plan Fs, your plan Gs, your plan Ns, and so on and so forth. These plans are designed by the government, and basically the difference in coverage between the, between the different plans are... How much of what Medicare leaves behind, A and B, will this plan pay? Plan F, for example, pays everything that Medicare does not pay for. Between the two, you have full medical coverage as long as it's a Medicare-approved charge. No co-pays, no deductibles, no out-of-pocket. Plan G, for example, pays everything except for what's known as the Medicare Part B deductible, which, as I record this in 2019, is $185 one time per year annually. Plans like Plan A, Plan B, not to be confused with Medicare Part A or B. Don't ask me why. I think they should just get rid of those. Um, Because nobody gets them anyway because they're ridiculous. But they only cover half of the things that Medicare covers, if not less than that. So you're going to get my point. The different Medicare supplement plans are designed to cover different amounts of what Medicare leaves behind. These plans are what's known as standardized, is the term. They're standardized, meaning that... And every single insurance company that decides to offer, let's say, a Plan F, the Plan F benefits are going to be the same across the board with all of the different insurance companies. That you'll never see one Plan F that has better coverage than another, or you'll never see one Plan G that has better coverage than another. A Plan F is a Plan F with every insurance company. 
And a plan G is the same as a plan G with every insurance company. And a plan N is the same as a plan N with every single insurance company. Which plan is the best? I've done multiple episodes to get different perspectives about that. I'm not going to talk about that today. So, if they're all the same as far as coverage is concerned, because pretty much every single Medicare supplement company is going to offer an F, G, and N at this point. Now, I did an episode about what's happening to Plan F next year. Um, If you become eligible for Medicare after the year 2020, you're not going to be able to pick up a Plan F. But people that were eligible before the year 2020 will still be able to pick up a Plan F going forward through a bill that came out in 2015 called MACRA. I did a whole episode about this. Go back and listen to it if you want to know more about that. But at this moment that I talk, pretty much every single insurance company is offering a Plan F, G, and N. Okay. Amongst others. But if the coverage is the same with all the insurance companies for each plan, then how do you know which one to pick? Well, it's, it's based on two things. Number one, the price you pay. They, the coverage might be the same, but the prices are not. You can literally get a plan G for one insu- with one insurance company and pay double the price for a plan G with another insurance company and the coverage be no different from one another. So the price. But not only that, Medicare supplements plans also raise people's rates every year as they get older. Every single insurance company does this. Once in a blue moon, you see one very good, credible insurance company have a year where maybe they don't go up in price. But it's once in a blue moon, and it might happen one time with a particular insurance company every 10 years, but 99.9% of insurance companies go up every single year like clockwork. Okay, So how do you determine which one's the best? Well, it's always a goal to be able to pick a Medicare supplement plan that's going to have the lowest possible rate increases going forward. Now, how can you possibly know what those are? Well, you look at a company's rate increase history. If you're working with a good agent or broker, which I always recommend, I condone working with a good agent or broker, I think it's important, they'll be able to tell you what the rate increase history is for a particular company because they'll have experience with that company. They'll be able to give you a five-year sample size or a 10-year sample size or you know the last year or something like that. And that way we can get an idea of what the Medicare supplement rate increases are going to be going forward. An ankle biter is a company that's a small insurance company that's trying to stick out. They have hard times competing. They have a hard time competing with the huge names that that we talked about that have millions of policyholders that can spread the risk around as far as rate increases are concerned, and they don't have the credibility. No one knows who they are, so they compete by throwing out the lowest possible rates possible, and they reel in some people by doing that. So. Because of this, they reel in some people by doing that. They start paying out some claims. They can't sustain the claims because there's a reason why these huge, humongous insurance companies don't offer these lower rates. If they, if they, my my dad always explained it to me as I was growing up in the insurance industry and kind of developing my knowledge base. But he always told me if these, you know, Fortune 500 insurance companies can't afford to offer a price that low, what makes you think this, you know, local company can or this little tiny company can? And they can't. They can't sustain the rates, and the rates go through the roof. So how can you spot an ankle biter? Well, I'll go over that in segment two after a quick word from this week's sponsor. Don't go anywhere. You're going to want to hear this. What's up, everybody? This is actually Randy W. Hall, Mr. Nice Guy Medicare Advisor. 
Nat Christian Brendel, your esteemed host. I'm here to tell you about my Medicare agency, Mr. Nice Guy Medicare Advisor, based here in Tennessee. For the past 10 years, I've been helping Medicare beneficiaries just like you in Tennessee and Kentucky maximize their Medicare. If you're a regular listener of this podcast, you know Christian always encourages you to deal with a broker in your state who sells all the different plans and will give you not just a quote, but also advise you and educate you in a way that is simple to understand. We know how confusing and overwhelming the whole process can be. We do it all for folks on Medicare, from supplements to Advantage plans, Part D, cancer products, hospital indemnities, and more. So if you want to get a free quote or a consultation, I urge you to call 615-578-5174. Again, that's area code 615-578-5174. Or for more information, you can visit my website and read all about me at MrNiceGuyMedicareAdvisor.com. That's all one word, MrNiceGuyMedicareAdvisor.com. And again, why deal with a jerk? when you can deal with a nice guy. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for sticking with me. This is segment two of three in this episode of the Everything Medicare podcast, and that was a great message from my man, Randy Hall. If you live in Tennessee and or Kentucky, we're not licensed there, but he is, and he can help you. Okay, so if you need help, give my man Randy a call. Now let's get back into this. Ankle biters, okay? So we're talking about ankle biters, okay? Ankle biters, like I mentioned in segment one, are small insurance companies that are either new to the Medicare industry or maybe they've been in the Medicare industry for some time but they just haven't had a whole lot of success. Um, they come into the Medicare field. They... Th- and usually in most markets, this isn't going to be the case in all over the place, so it, this might not really apply to you depending on where you might be living. But in a lot of markets, you'll see that the lowest possible prices you can get for a Plan G, a Plan F, a Plan N, et cetera, et cetera, are companies that you take a look at the name of them and you don't know who they are, you know. Uh, you know, Christian Brindle and... Um, Christian Brindle Medicare, you know, supplement company or something like that, or, you know, John, John Smith Insurance Company or something like that. You're just like, what is this? Who are these people? But people sign up with these companies, obviously in few amounts, because you don't see a ton of people sign up for them, because if they did get a ton of people, if the strategy actually worked, maybe they wouldn't have to raise the rates as much, but at the end of the day, they probably would. Because ankle biter companies are are going off of a one to two year hiatus, like a fling, if you will, a hail mary. Whereas you know the insurance companies that you want to partner with on your Medicare supplement plan, that are going to have the lower rate increases, that are going to give you the best price over a long period of time, are going to, you know, they have they've had decades to build up, you know, um, their blocks of business, if you will, which are basically groups of people that are on particular amounts of plans, and a lot of them have millions of people, you know, hundreds of thousands of people on these plans. You know, Medicare supplement plans go up in price because they go up lower, I should say, rather than higher, if an insurance company has enough policyholders to where they're able to spread risk around across their policyholders. You know, an insurance company that has a million policyholders is going to be able to take on more risk 
than an insurance company that has 10,000 policyholders. And that's just a fact of life. Because if you have 10,000 policyholders and you have, let's say, 100 people that have dialysis, let's say, 10% of your book of business, you're gonna, it's going to hit you a lot harder than the company that has a million policyholders. And let's say they have 1,000 people on dialysis. It doesn't matter to them as much. They're able to pay it out, and, not, and it's not going to affect their rate increases any differently than it would be if those people didn't have dialysis. Um, they're able to, to, to maintain risk is the term. Maintain risk. In insurance companies' eyes, they're always looking at something from a risk assessment standpoint. How much risk is something going to be? What, can, what price can we offer and, able to, and be able to keep it around that long term? Medicare supplement companies are going to go up in price every year as you get older. They all do, even the big ones. But we're trying to get an under 5% rate increase hit average more years off than not. It's important to do this because the first time you get onto Medicare and the first time you get onto a Medicare supplement plan is the time when you can get any plan you want. They call it your new to Medicare window. You can get any plan you want, no health questions, no underwriting whatsoever. And it's a straight shot. No pre-existing conditions, nothing. But once you're outside of that window, let's say you know you sign up for one of these ankle biters to get the lowest price. And then two years down the road, the rate increases are killing you. You try to jump over to a better company. Well, the new company, once you're outside of that new to Medicare window, can ask you health questions. They can put you through underwriting. And they can potentially say no, similar to life insurance, if you will, if they don't want to take you, if you don't pass their criteria. So... Usually, you'll be able to find a company that can take you. I'm not saying this applies all the time to try to scare you, but when you're signing up for a Medicare supplement plan, you want to have the attitude and the approach, in my opinion, that worst-case scenario might happen. That way, in case the worst-case scenario does happen and you form a condition or you get sick or you know, you're in a situation where no company wants to take you and you're stuck on this company, you're going to have the best, most consistent rate increases over the long haul. You're going to be protected opposed to just trying to save 10 to 20 bucks a month the first year, and then you have a 20, 30, 40% rate increase every year for the next five years because you're stuck in the plan. That's what you want to avoid by signing up with these ankle biters. So, but that's not, the, that's not the topic of this episode. The topic is how do you spot them? It's very simple, folks. Have you heard of the company name? Is it a company you're familiar with? That's the first test. If it's a company that you, you've heard the name of, before multiple times you've heard it for years you know 20 30 40 50 years and you're like oh i know that company or i've worked with that company or i've heard that company's name for so long familiarity is a good thing in the insurance industry if you're familiar with an insurance company there's a reason why you're familiar with that insurance company because if they're a crappy insurance company you know how many insurance companies come in and out of the insurance industry year after year after year you know how many insurance companies try to make it in this industry but can't make it? The ones that have standed the test of time have done so for a reason. doesn't mean every company that's been around a long time is necessarily the best company, but that's, the, that's, that's a good first test. Have you heard of the company? If not, I wouldn't do it, personally. I wouldn't do it. If I haven't heard of the insurance company, it's got to be a name you're familiar with, at least a little bit, because then you know there's some credibility. Credibility comes from success. Success comes from providing good service to the policyholders. When, you, when, when an insurance company takes care of their policyholders, policyholders stick with them. 
it's simple. It doesn't mean every insurance company, like I said, that's been around a long time is equal, but that's the first step. Familiarity. Good brand name. Number two, make sure that you're familiar with that company's rate increase history. You should want to work with a Medicare supplement plan, in my personal opinion, that has at least a five-year rate increase history so you have something to go off of. That's not necessarily saying that's exactly what the rate increases are going to be next year and two years from now and three years from now, but typically seeing their history can give you an idea of a ballpark figure on what you're going to be looking at going forward. Okay, So that's number two, rate increase history. Number three, I always recommend looking at a company called AM Best. What is their AM Best rating? AM Best is an insurance company that basically rates the financial stability of insurance companies. This is important because how financially stable an insurance company is is going to have a huge impact on your rate increases because if they're not financially stable, they're going to try to make up the difference, guess where? Out of your pocket by raising your rates. So AM Best, you probably, I mean, if you can find a company that's an A rating, an A-plus rating, that's a good thing to look at. That's impressive. That should have some kind of merit. Okay, So AMBEST rating rates the financial stability. Familiarity. You want a company that you're familiar with. And three, you want a company that has a good rate increase history, at least five years if you can find it. That's it. If you do those three things, every time you're picking a Medicare supplement, a Medigap plan, you can successfully eliminate yourself from accidentally signing up for a plan with an angle biter getting stuck on it, let's say, and you're getting hammered by rate increases and you're just in a terrible situation going forward. Don't go anywhere. Stay with me to our third and final segment. I'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks so much for sticking with me all the way to the end. As a reminder, if you didn't hear my episode of the Everything Medicare Podcast, episode 96 that we did on Saturday, go back and listen to that. It's a great episode. Um, You're not going to want to miss that one. That one talks about um, if you can keep your plan if you move, depending on your situation. And the answer varies depending on what you have. So it's good information for you to know. Also, if you didn't hear that episode, I will be in doing a number, a second interview with um, Justin Brock, the Medicare guru. Okay, Justin is one of the most well-known and um, best minds in the Medicare industry, in my personal opinion. And um, we did an interview with him in the last couple of months. It was a great conversation we had. Um, very, very popular. So we're having him come back on to talk about AEP, which is the annual election period, which basically. Um, is the Medicare open enrollment period. People on Medicare can make changes on their plan, particularly. Um, and Justin's going to be coming on to talk about AEP, what to look for, what to watch out for, and his advice for people going forward during the open en- enrollment period to make sure that you're making good decisions. That 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 will be airing on Wednesday. Okay, so watch for that episode. You don't want to miss it. And we're going to be doing a couple more very, very good interviews following that. Um one will be should be airing on Saturday, and then the next one should be airing Monday, a week from today. Okay, folks, as we go into open enrollment, if you are confused 
on your Medicare and you're just not sure if you have the best plan, whether you have an Advantage plan, you're just not sure if it's deteriorated over the years because Advantage plans change dramatically. If you have a Medicare supplement and you've had rate increases year after year and you're just not sure if you, you're getting the best price or if you're getting taken for a ride, um, I, I sympathize with you and I can help you with this stuff. Give my office a call at 801-255-5340, 801-255-5340. I own a company called Christian Brindle Insurance Services. Um, and give our office a call, 801-255-5340, 801-255-5340. Currently, we're licensed to work with people in the states of Utah, Idaho, Oregon, and Florida. We'll be adding more states. If you live in one of the other states and you'd still like to be able to pick my brain, um, head over to Amazon, pick up a copy of my book that I wrote called Medicare Guidance, Picking the Plan for You. Currently, it's $5.50 on Amazon, and for that price, it's practi- I'm practically giving it away for the amount of information and quality information that you can get in that book. If you can get through that book cover to cover, it's an easy read, it's only 50 pages, but if you can get through that book cover to cover, you'll know more about Medicare than, in my opinion, 90 plus percent of the population, including probably a lot of agents, Okay. So go pick up that book if you don't live in one of those four states that I mentioned. Again, Utah, Idaho, Oregon, and Florida are the states that we're licensed to work with people in. And uh, folks, as always, thanks so much for listening. And if you would enjoyed this episode and if you found it beneficial to you, please do us a favor. Help us reach more people. Help us help more people just like you in various situations on Medicare all over the country by leaving us a five-star review if you're listening to us on a platform that allows it. Most notably, Stitcher and Apple Podcasts. And if you're listening to this or watching this on YouTube, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're putting out three to five videos a week now. We're really bumping up the content on YouTube, um, including the video of the podcast. Thanks so much for watching, folks. Thanks so much for listening, if you've just been listening to the audio. And I will talk with you soon. Have a fantastic day.